Verse 22, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness. You can be seated. Uh, last week, we talked about long-suffering, and um, we established the fact that people wouldn't sign up for a suffering conference, and nobody wants to suffer. And I reminded you, by the way, Dave, uh, Johnny said that was not the song he requested. Um, just want to let you know that that wasn't it. Um, I reminded, uh, or I, I pointed out that this week's lesson would be on gentleness, and I said, uh, Doug, don't forget, and Doug's not here because, I'm pretty sure, the, I, I texted him earlier and said, are you not here because the lesson is on gentleness? I'll let y'all know what he says. Where um, little is known, little is required. So I guess if you don't know it, you're not responsible for it. But I do want to point out that there was a time when God winked at ignorance. And now if we are ignorant, we are willingly ignorant. With Jason, with as much uh, tools that we have, Bub, to learn with and read, read about, if you if you want to know, you can know. Amen. So anyway, I want to make sure that Doug gets a copy of this anyway. And uh, because we, we really need to know this. Um, gentleness. Um, also, it's translated meekness uh, in scripture. Gentleness, meekness. We, we know that Moses was a meek man. And we learned a long time ago that the word meek in Greek doesn't necessarily mean weak, but what it means is controlled power, controlled power. It means you're strong, but you know how to control your strength, amen? Uh, in, in Greek uh, society, there was a story about the two meekest horses that were ever, uh, that ever existed, and they were, they were stronger than any other horse, but the power was controlled, which made them extremely useful. A man made a statement to me one time years ago, and I thought it made a whole lot of sense. He said, a man without a temper is not worth a dime. And I agree with that. I agree with that. I think a man should have a level of temper. Um, and the reason I believe that is, is because if somebody breaks into your house at night, I think that the man should get up and defend his family. I just think that's how it ought to be. You say, well, preacher, I don't, well, I, I don't think you should push your wife and say, honey, go see what is out there. I don't believe that's the way it ought to work. Um, there's a reason why men's bone structure are bigger. <laughs> and it's, it's funny, when our kids were smaller, Christy, uh, Tracy would tell them to get up, get up, get up, get up, get up. And they wouldn't even answer sometimes. And I'd say, hey. What? She said, why do they answer you? Why do they answer you? Why do they answer you? I said, I sound meaner. Just sound meaner. Like, it's just meaner. And, and I think there's a difference there. But when we're talking about gentleness and we're talking about meekness, we're talking about a fruit of the Spirit. And let me tell you what God is against. God is against pride. And the reason, Brother Eddie, that we don't need to be proud is because we trust God. 
And what happens in pride is pride steps up and we feel like that we need to defend ourselves. We feel like, well, I'll tell you right now, I'm going to take a stand. And the reason that you feel like you have to take a stand is because you don't trust God. You feel like you have to do something because you don't feel like God is involved in the situation. Let me tell you what God cares about in your life, everything. He said, cast all, all your cares. Why? How many? All of them. So God cares about what's going on at work in your life. He cares. He cares. And when people do you wrong, have you ever made this statement? I may be a Christian, but I ain't taking this. Oh, preach on us, preacher. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm getting me too. Hey, I preach on me too. And sometimes you feel like you need to do something. But the fruit of the Spirit is gentleness. Gentleness. Raise your hand if you've ever been ungentle-like. Knew this church was full of heathens. There's been times when you've crossed the line. There's been times when you've been mean. There's been times when you've been downright rude. There's been those times. And sometimes you surprise yourself when it happens. Amen? I, listen, I always surprised myself. When I, when I was younger, like, it wasn't, it didn't build up. It wasn't like building, 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 building. It was instant. Like, it was like instant. Um, I believe I got suspended six or seven times in high school for fighting. And it all happened instantly. It wasn't like this thing was building. It was just like, oh, yeah, pow. And it was just like there it was. It was just there, quick, built up, and bam. no building, just bam. It surprised me. Other times, your hatefulness is premeditated. Amen. But the fruit of the Spirit is gentleness, gentleness, gentleness. Um, raise your hand if you would classify yourself as a spiritual person. Spiritual, spiritual people, spiritual people. Do it again. Let me see your hands. How many people? See, some of there's somebody's like, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. What does that even mean, by the way? Does that mean I like music? Is that what that means? Like I like worship? Is that what that means? What does it mean when I say I'm spiritual? Let me tell you what it means. It means you're led by the Spirit. It means you are led by the Spirit. You're spiritual. You listen to the spirit. That's what it means. So sometimes we say, well, they're a very spiritual person. To be spiritual means you need to be led by the spirit. Have you ever been in a spot where God checked you and you overrode that checking system? The spirit was dealing with you and you overrode that. You, you are the one that suffers in that. When you feel like that you, well, I, I told him. I gave him a piece of my mind. The problem is when we give people a piece of our mind, God can't work for us. Let me say that again. When we give people a piece of our mind, God can't work for us in that situation. Because you're already working it out yourself. I promise you God has a better way in mind than your way. You may walk out feeling better for a moment, but here's the problem with being a Christian. Conviction. 
conviction. You don't get away with it. And then if, if, if you really get to the point, you go back and you apologize, I promise you it would have been a whole lot better to listen to the Spirit from the beginning, let God work it out, and everything would have been okay. Amen. Amen. So we're going to walk out of this lesson today being more gentle. <laughs> Why is that? Gentleness, humility, without pride, and respectful. Respectful. God loves humility. God loves humility. Because when I show forth humility, what I'm saying, Caleb, is, God, I trust you. And I understand that I must decrease so that you might increase. I must decrease. You can increase. Gentleness, humility, without pride, respectful. Moral goodness, integrity, kindness. It's a mild type of character that does not threaten health or life. Have you ever threatened anybody? See, there is a reason God led me to do this series and this lesson. Because have you ever really threatened somebody tell you what I'll do and then they look they say is that a threat and what'd you say no that, see y'all are heathens every one of y'all y'all know the lines y'all know that y'all y'all done got the movements you 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 know <clears throat> the problem is when we do that I want to reiterate this God can't work for us because that is pride you feel like you can handle it. You feel like you got it. You feel like your way's going to work. I'll tell you something about God's ways. His ways are high above our ways. And God's got a way of working it out. Now, um, I, I told you I'd tell you all what Doug said. He said, no laziness. Okay, just want to let you all know. I just got the text. Doug's being lazy. Tonight, so you all let him have it Sunday. All right. <clears throat> I want you to watch this. James 4 and 6. But he giveth more grace, wherefore he saith, God, res what's he do? He resists, think about this, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the, uh, when you are humble, when you show forth humility, you show forth that you're trusting God. When you do that, God gives grace to your situation. When you show forth pride, God builds up resistance. He resists the proud, but he gives grace unto the humble. Why? Because when you show humility, you're showing trust. If, if we would learn to let God fight our battles, your Bible says, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. No, you take that into your own hands. When you take that into your own hands, you take it out of the hand of God. I know people that have used this scripture for motivation. Be nice to people. Not because it's a fruit of the Spirit, but because they say, because if you're nice to them, it's like heaping hot coals on their head. That's a scripture. That's a scripture. And I understand that being nice to people that are mean to you is like, he, but that should not be your motivation. 
Why are you so nice to them? Because I want to burn their head. I want to burn them. You were so nice to them and they were so mean. I hope their head burns off. What is wrong with you? That can't be your motivation. If that's your motivation, your motivation is wrong. Am I right? No, the reason you should be kind is because God has been kind to you. The reason we forgive and we're gentle is because we want Jesus to be forgiving and gentle with us. How many people in here want Jesus to come down hard on you? Nobody. We, we want him to work with us and forgive us and do unto others as you would have others do unto you. Amen? All right, watch this. He giveth grace. He giveth grace. He giveth grace. Wherefore he saith, God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. When you walk in grace, you walk in power. When you walk in grace, when you walk in the grace of God, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. Surely this goodness and this mercy and these things that God give you, he gives them to you when you trust him and you step back and you let God fight your battle. Man, this, this gets really good because there's some things that happen when we do what God asks us to do in the spirit. And it's not just smoking their hair. It's not just burning their head. That's, that's, that's not all of it. So he opposes the plans of the proud. He opposes the plans of the proud. Well, I'm, I'm, here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. That's our plan. God resists that. But he gives grace to our humility. How do you become more humble? Eddie used to sing a song. You remember, Eddie? It's hard to be... Did y'all hear that? He used to sing this song, it's hard to be humble when you're perfect in every way. <laughs> wow. What a song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, what? they got all kinds. To know me is to love me, he said. How, how many more y'all got out there? We, we don't know about. The, the thing is, when we trust God, let me say it like this. The closer you get to God, the more inadequate you realize you are. Let me say that one more time. The closer you get to God, the more inadequate you realize you are. When we see as Peter would get close to Christ, he would say, depart from me, Lord, I'm a sinner. When Isaiah would look into heaven, he would say, woe is me, for I am undone. I'm a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. When we realize how great our God really is, we realize our inadequate, and when we realize how inadequate we are, we become so much more thankful that he took our place and stood in our steed, and we're made righteous, not by what we've done, but by what he has done. That makes me want to shout. You know what else it makes me want to do? Be nice to people. Amen. Galatians 6 and 1. Brethren, 
Galatians 6 and 1. Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, in a fault. I looked up that word overtaken, and it means found out before he could conceal his crime. If a man, let's say it like this, if, a, if somebody gets caught in a fault, ye which are spiritual, look at the person beside you and say, you don't qualify. <laughs> that, that counts you out. No, we got to be spiritual. We got to be spiritual. And some of y'all didn't even know if you were or not, so don't try to go restore anybody. Don't even try, because let me tell you what you're going to do. You're going to go in there, and you're going to blast them. Not in love, you're going to let them have it. He didn't say to do it that way, did he? He said, ye which are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness. Meekness. You know how difficult it is sometimes to talk to people that know the truth, and to be gentle with them? Oh, come on. We've all said in services where the preacher's up and he says, it's the truth anyway, honey, and I don't care if you like it or not. Well, then why are you preaching if you don't care? It's the truth anyway, honey. And I, no, the, he, I, don't, I, I don't get to come to you like that. Well, here it is. Take it or leave it. Here it is. I don't care if you like it or not. Whoop, whoop, whoop. It's the truth. You, he said, go to them in the spirit of meekness. What's that next part say? Considering yourself, lest thou also be tempted. Let's be honest. The only difference between this guy and some of us is he got caught and you didn't. Trying to look at your face to see if anybody's going to try to deny this. Because you know what? We've all sinned. We've all come short of the glory of God. We've all fall, fallen. We've all messed up. We've all failed. Every one of us. Can you say amen? Every one of us. Here's the difference. When you see somebody in a fault, this, this drives me crazy about church. No, we, you know what we do? We, we disqualify people and we tell people, you can't, you can't, you can't. Because you did this, you can't do that. And because this happened, you can't do that. That's not what he said. He, said, he didn't say go to them and penalize them. He said go to them and restore such a one. It's not about giving them probation and a penalty. What it's about is restoring them, renewing them, reviving them, getting them back in right standing with God. you got to be spiritual to do that. I said, you got to be spiritual to do that. Uh, somebody came years ago, and I'll never forget this. They laid hands on me, and they said, God is going to give you the spirit of understanding. I said, that sounds, I was a young Christian, I was like, that sounds so cool. I'll take it. I want the spirit of understanding. 
And within a few weeks, I was in the worst trial of my life. Let me tell you where you learn a lot of understanding is in trial. Tell you where you learn a lot and you begin to understand people is in trial. It's in trial. And this always makes me nervous. When other people are ready to stomp somebody out real quick, I'm pretty sure they're hiding something. Oh, let me say that again. When, when, when a brother is struggling or a brother is not exactly where they should be and people are ready to stomp them out, I think they're hiding something. And why do I believe that? Because when you got grace and you know how good it is for God to forgive you and you know that you have fought, you, you failed, you messed up, not just to the point where you could conceal it. No, not just a few. Everybody finds out about your failure. Let me tell you what makes it miserable. That's tough when everybody knows and you feel like everybody is looking at you. But when God pours out his grace and forgives you and you you know exactly how that feels. You don't want to stomp the next guy out. You want him to say, I want you to experience the grace of God like I experienced the grace of God. Man, it, I know how this works. I know how this works. You know how this works, Sister Alice? When you preach grace like it ought to be preached, people don't think you believe in holiness. You preach holiness the way holiness ought to be preached. People don't believe you believe in grace. Well, let me tell you, there's one named Jesus, and grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Amen. We can't get on one side of the fence or the other side of the fence. No, we come together and we understand this. God poured out his grace on me and I'm going to be gentle with you because he was gentle with me and because he poured out his grace on me, I want to let you know I want to live right, walk right, talk right, move right. Why? Out of gratitude. And we forget when we get... When we get puffed up, we forget about the grace of God. Jason, we forget where God brought us from sometimes. We look across the, the aisle and we see somebody struggling and we want to shake them. What is wrong with you? The same thing that was wrong with you. When somebody was praying for you and you wouldn't listen and you was going that way, not somebody kept praying. But oh man, if we understand what gentleness is. Okay, let me get to my final scripture. I'm going to let y'all go. 2 Timothy 2.24, this will revolutionize your life. This will change the way you interact with people and this will change your results. Are you interested? Guaranteed. It's in scripture. I didn't write it. And the servant of the Lord must not. How many people have ever wanted to strive? I may be a Christian, but I mean, I, I'll knock you out. Now, preacher, let me ask you this. Let me ask you a question, preacher. If, if. If somebody was to break in your house in the middle of the night, and let's just say you had 16 ARs, four 9 millimeters, 18 shotguns, 
I, I just, I just, I just want, I just, you know what? We get so caught up on that concept. You think we lived in Chicago. You think, what, I, I used to tell Allison this all the time. She said, Dad, lock the door. I said, yeah, because crime is through the roof in Orchard Woods. People's just walking in people's houses all the time. It's just happening all the time. Preacher, what would you do if this, if, you know what? That, let's take a minute and say, God, I want to thank you. Because your grace has protected me, and I have slept for year after year after year after year, and nobody has ever walked in, nobody has ever broke through, nobody has ever threatened my life. Thank you, Lord, for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. I'm just going to remain humble and let God's grace cover my house. I'm just going to try to put my trust in him and let God move. So tonight before you go to bed, thank you, Lord, nobody broke in. Thank you. Amen. The servant of the Lord must not strive, but be unto, unto who? All? But what if they're mean to me? I didn't write it. What kind of people? All people. But you don't understand that mechanic tried to whip me off. What kind of people? All people. Well, you don't know. My boss, I'm telling you right now, he ain't a Christian, and he hates me because I'm a Christian. What kind of people? All people. All people. Atheist people, crazy people, cuckoo people, hateful people, grouchy people, rip you off people. What kind of people you got to be nice to? All people. What kind of people you got to be gentle to? All people. Apt to teach. What's that next word? I'm just going to stop right here and have an altar call for the, every one of us. Because we all got some measuring up to do. Me included. Me included. I call Tracy and fuss and fuss and fuss and fuss and fuss. Where you at, Leslie? You, you know how, you know how when, we, when I say something about work and you amen it really loud, louder than anybody. And you, and you know how uh, you get aggravated at people at work and they don't do what they're supposed to. And then you go do what they're supposed to do. Yeah, I do the same thing and Tracy calls me Leslie. <laughs> she said, okay, Leslie, just go do it. I tell both of y'all, don't do it, don't do it. She, she preaches to us and lets us have it, right? Yeah, so I'm in the same boat. Give me five. But we need to quit that, okay? We need to be gentle and be nice and be kind. And we got to stop getting mad at these people, okay? Okay, let's pray for each other. <laughs> she won't agree with us. She's like, I know, no. He said, but be gentle unto all men. That's lazy people. okay with that? How many of you have co-workers that don't do what they ought to do? How many of y'all get mad about it? Stop. 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 Just stop. Because you know what? They're going home and they don't, they, don't think, they don't think anything about you. 
They don't care that you're mad. This is tearing you up. Be gentle unto all men, apt to teach, patient. Okay, hurry, Damon. Next verse. In meekness, instructing those that. What does that mean? Does anybody want to take it? What does it mean when you oppose yourself? Anybody, anybody got an idea? Nobody? Aren't you glad I'm here tonight? This, this is where we get to saying, man, that guy is his own worst enemy. That's what this is. They oppose themselves. They oppose themselves. Now watch this. He said, in meekness, if you instruct them that, that, that they're their own worst enemy, but if, but if you're gentle with them and you're patient with them and you're kind with them, let me say it like this. If you act like Jesus... If peradventure God will give them what's repentance? A turning of what? Your mind. Give them, let me let me say it like this. If you do what God asks you to do, God can change their mind. But if you run in there flapping your trap, God can't do any of this, right? Because pride gets in the way and he resists it. But if you say, oh man, if I hold my peace and let the Lord fight my battle, victory, oh victory shall be mine. He said, I will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth. Next verse. And that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil who are taken captive by him at his will. Wow, who knew that being nice to people and showing gentleness to people could get them out of the snare of the devil? That didn't work good over here. Let me try it over here. Never mind, Leslie's over there. Let me go over here. Let me try this again. Who knew that if we would be nice to people and, 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 listen, I'm in the same boat. I'm in the same boat. We got to work on this. Amen. Me too. Me too. I understand. I understand. I've heard Tracy fuss at you before. She gets me too. She's right. She's right. Who knew that when people cross us, if we let the Spirit of God move in us and we don't get all rattled and all act, and sh- oh, I tell you right now, no, if we stay where God wants us to be and we're still gentle and let the Spirit move, who knew that we could be delivering them out of the snare of the devil? The devil had them trapped to do his will, but because they met you and you let the Spirit, a fruit of the Spirit, show forth, you
You're sitting there thinking, I want to punch this guy in the face so bad right now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, I, here, let, let me let me try to let me try to help you. Let me try to let me try to show you. Let me try to show you. God help me. You gotta be spiritual to make I promise you gotta be spiritual to make all this happen. Because if you try it in your flesh, your flesh will get frustrated. And you'll say, I can't take this anymore. But let me tell you what Jesus says, I can take it. Let me, tell you what, well, let me tell you what kind of shame I took. Let me tell you what I did because I love people. He came in meek and lowly. And, man, God works in that. Amen. Who knew that gentleness is that powerful? Some of you are going to walk out of here, and it's going to be a few months down the road, and you're going to quote that hot, cold scripture. And some of you all didn't know it's in scripture. You're going to look it up. That can't be our motivation. Our motivation has to let God move through us. Amen? Amen. Come on, Aaron. You know who we got to love? We got to love everybody. You know who we got to be kind to, Dustin? Everybody. It's hard sometimes. It is so difficult sometimes. Hey, Dustin, I love you, man. I love you. Let me ask you a question. We worked together for years and years. Was we always kind to each other? A lot of apologies between us. See, he skipped the part. He skipped it and got to the good stuff and made us look Christian again. But, yeah, well, we apologize. A lot of apologies. A lot of apologies. Because, man, sometimes our flesh gets in the way. Amen? Tell you what you can do in your flesh real quick. You can destroy somebody. You can build a lifetime building a reputation. In just a few moments, you can tear that down. Let's let the Spirit move through us. Man, those people down there at that church, they're the nicest people you ever did see. If you're hateful, I'm praying that God leads you to a different church. <laughs> now, I'll let you know, if you switch churches, here I say it's because they were hateful. See, I prayed that, and now they're gone. It wasn't our fault. It was their fault. Man, we really need to show forth the love of God, Sam. Be gentle. Be gentle. Let the spirit move. Let the spirit move. We can touch people. We can touch people. Amen. How powerful is that? Just hold your peace. Hold your peace. Amen. Amen. It is so good to see Sister Owens here tonight. Amen. Would you give the Lord a hand for that? I want you to continue to pray for As I sing the song, Caleb, come up here. I want to pray for you. I want some of you ministers to come help me pray. Amen. Let's pray, let's pray, let's pray. If you need to pray, if you need to come to the altar, if you need God to move on anything, if you need God to move...